Greetings, traveler. I know it may be tempting not to heed warnings telling you to turn back now, but this one you might want to pay attention to if you're sensitive towards sexual content or foul language in a podcast. We will be swearing during this episode, and we will be talking about some not-so-PG-13 things. So this is your one and only chance to turn back now. Please enjoy the show. We don't know what the Bilby is. I do not okay. know what a Bilby is, unironically. Well, we're, we're, sticking bilby with, is. we're sticking with a bit because I don't want to explain it to you until the bit's done. <laughs> God damn it. I... See, this is the problem with the generation younger than us, Jordan. The one that's one or two years older than us. Mm-hmm. Younger, you mean? Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, <laughs> damn it, TJ. They don't know what a Bilby is anymore. Yeah, it's I just don't, sad. I don't know what a Bilby is. See? And I asked you guys... I asked you what a Bilby was, and you still haven't informed me. You're just saying that I don't know what it is. Levi, come on. You you know what a Bilby is. I asked nicely, and you're just, like, sitting here acting like I should know what it is, but I've already stated multiple times I don't and informed you of my ignorance, but you are still keeping me in the dark. Come on, the bit's up. You know what it is. I don't know what a Bilby is. When I was a kid, everybody knew what the Bilby was. The Mm -hmm. Easter Bilby. The Easter Bilby. The Easter Bilby. What the Easter Billy? The, but now the, they don't even make them anymore. Yeah, they they went out of production. They like they were chocolate, and they're this like is a product. Used to be, yeah, for your generation. God damn it, Levi! I was thinking that this was some kind of creature. It is from, well, the, it is. from the name Billy. It is, but it's a product that is bought yeah. and sold. The Easter yeah. Billy. The Easter Billy. Chocolate is Easter Billy. Some kind of weird like spinoff Easter Bunny thing. <laughs> Uh, if you consider the country and, and animals of Australia to be a spinoff, yeah. Well, then, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, oh, it's an Australian animal. Okay. This is, making more sense. <laughs> this is making more sense why it's called a bilby now. Yeah. <laughs> what I said. And that's the opener bit. There we go. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Nat One Podcast, a.k.a. Nope, because nope. You're not going to want to hear what we're about to have to say. I'm Pertusa. I'm Levi. And I'm Jordan. Oh. No, um, I'll look it up. <laughs> yeah, in actuality, I, I looked it up because I saw, I was looking for mascots. And uh, a bilby is like a little marsupial. It kind of looks like a rat uh, from Australia, but it's going extinct. And so it, they, oh. Australia tried to do this initiative where they were like, we're going to make uh, chocolate Easter bilbies and donate some of the proceeds from that to preserving them, but then people stop buying them, so now they're out See, of production. It's so cute, though. It's really cute. Oh Bilby's my god! Really cute. Yeah, That's fucking adorable. Like a, um, it looks like a Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of looks like a like a mouse with rabbit ears. Yeah. So it's a shame that they're going extinct. It's so cute. I and they're not one. even making the. the oh my god! Have. And Google Images, like the first row of pictures, has chocolate Bilbies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Easter Bilby. <laughs> they're a little bit disturbing in chocolate form Not yeah no that, that looks like a medieval painting for sure it does it looks like somebody looked at a cat and a rabbit and was like oh that's the thing <laughs> a cabot <laughs> well stuffed cabot we just talked about this so let's do it before we forget to produce it yeah roll the intro oh hey, <laughs> wait no we're gonna do it after after we're gonna okay. do it after because i'm gonna insert it into the same music Right. Oh, okay, I just thought that we could just say it for this episode and we would do that later. But never mind, you don't get <laughs> it. Yeah, well, because yeah. You don't get it. we hate you. <laughs> this is coming no, after the rebrand. So, ah, yep. those of you listening right now, oh, you. we got to rebrand that too now. We don't hate them anymore. Oh, yeah. We, we can't hate them to death that's anymore. True. Or love them, them to death. death. We just have to have a lukewarm uh, appreciation. Mm, I don't even know if that's brand safe or not. We might have to just uh, acknowledge them. A, really? a indifferent acknowledgement. Yeah, visual watchers and audio listeners, we acknowledge, we indifferently acknowledge you to death <laughs> or unlife. Uh, you, you guys realize that this episode came out like way after the rebrand happened, right? Dude, I don't even know if I have a brain anymore, so <laughs> I, I can't. I think, keep we, up. I think we lost that after the April Fool's episode. I think. True. Are we actually alive, or did we like talk ourselves to death in that episode, and we're in some kind of purgatorious hellscape? Wait, we did. We're all... We did an April Fool's episode. Well, God damn it. I. <laughs> if we did, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't either. They must have uh, repressed it, guys. They must have repressed it back in their memories. It was pretty <laughs> horrible. 
But now we're here at Easter, and we are filming an Easter episode. The Easter Indeed. Fools episode. That's yeah. not a holiday. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Easter no, Fools. I was just pointing out the people that are stupid on the day of Easter. They're called the Easter uh, Fools. Oh, Aaron. I thought that was us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I didn't say we weren't included. Yeah! yeah! We get a day! Guys, we made it! We have a holiday! <laughs> we get a day. Maybe we shouldn't pick Easter. <laughs> Because it, it, it is there anything have. else important happening on that day? <laughs> <laughs> like this is that how we get canceled. <laughs> oh man. Who's gonna who's gonna tell on us the bilbies? Like they're even alive anymore. No. I feel bad. i I want the bilbies alive. You should feel bad. I like the bilby. They're so cute. They're blue. Yeah. But yeah, here for Easter. Those of you that were listening, watching, you don't get our intro, but you also do get the intro, but not the intro I was going to say. You get a different intro that I will say later. No, it's the same intro. I'm just putting it in a different place. So are we time traveling or not? I don't... I hate... <laughs> I hate this. Uh... <laughs> Editing Jordan is about to go on strike. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, we're a D&D podcast. We're here for Easter. I figured let's try and d some great holiday mascots who oh, already boy. have two zip miss yeah that's well, me i suppose right off the cuff that makes me think of me like i know i have one holiday mascot that i put into one of my worlds because i thought it'd be funny yeah um, <laughs> fantasy christmas <laughs> i have nicholas klaus who is an arch druid in the vivia universe and uh, he's the only one i've got but yeah, he's arch druid because you know the whole taming animals thing, and arch because he's got to probably be pretty magically powerful if he wants to get around everywhere mm. as fast as he can. So just high level, have have yeah, high level magic user who uh, he's just Santa Claus. He's just Santa Claus. That's all he is. He's just Santa Claus. <laughs> you know, like we kind of. We go like, oh, Santa's got his elves in his workshop is like his thing. And they're like pictures, pretty much like almost like gnomes, really, from mm-hmm. what we know, like D&D lore. Yeah. Well, oh, I don't want to start a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Santa's elves technically are more representative of like mythological elves before yeah. Tolkien. Because elves, elves. Yeah, elves <laughs> before Tolkien were not like the tall, graceful, uh, perfect human. They were like gremlins. You yeah, had the ones that like, made the shoes and the ones that yeah, baked cookies in houses. Yeah, because that's what they were like in Norse <laughs> mythology, which is where elves come from in the first mm-hmm. place. They yeah. were little, well, not little, but they were like shorter than humans and pretty much like goblins. <laughs> According to Gygax, elves are still shorter than humans, but nobody abides by that rule because it's stupid. Yeah. I just like, you know, we kind of got like, oh, Stan has got his elves in his elf workshop and it's like, pretty close to you know at least indentured servitude we don't know how happy they are it's a sweatshop uh, or their work condition yeah but i don't think they get paid i think that it's kind of concerning that he only feeds them candy canes eggnog and cookies yeah like that can't be conducive to productive workflow it's kind of like the the movie star diet from the uh like golden age of hollywood where they had judy garland that only ate chicken soup black coffee and cigarettes yeah (laughs) but who knows maybe for elves maybe that's just like their thing that's or those elves are like that's their sustenance you know provides them with more energy than they really are just gremlins then yeah chicken soup black coffee and cigarettes yeah which i don't know why they eat the cigarettes but i guess it's got that sweet sweet tobacco flavor it's the Uh, nicotine yeah the nicotine but then imagine just imagine santa D world where he's got elves and his elf workshop but instead of being these little tiny critters that run around with their, you know, happy outfits and stuff, you have these tall, long-haired elves. elves that are using magic to do stuff. <laughs> it gets a lot more questionable in several <laughs> ways. Like, who's Mrs. Claus? I don't Claude? understand. You have to wear this red and green <laughs> pajama suit as your uniform to work. I, I don't. I don't want to wear the tights. I really don't want to wear the tights. Weird. It's the uniform. I'm hundreds of years old. Put it on. <laughs> the jingle bells. You're serious about the jingle bells? It's our theme. <laughs> it's that, your character. That would completely explain why 
Santa Claus would be able to get around so fast is because he's just got an army of elves casting different <laughs> spells on him no, that make my, him go fast. My theory is that Santa secretly put a teleportation circle under every house and that's oh, there you go. around. Yeah. That's a little concerning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why I never go in my crawl space. <laughs> oh, I thought that was because of the... Never mind. This house doesn't have a basement. How did you get underneath it? I have my ways. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. Hmm. If he were a class, he could be a druid. He could be a druid. I just did druid because I figured that would make the uh, the reindeer the easiest mm-hmm. thing yeah. to be explained with. He could also or be artificer. An artificer. That's what You're I was thinking. Yeah. What if there are no reindeer and they're all just machines he built? Mechanical reindeer. Yes, everyone is chill until Mecha Rudolph's nose starts glowing. <laughs> Mecha Rudolph breathes fire. That's why the nose glows. What was that? You guys haven't seen that meme? No. It's some guy. I don't know what uh, nationality is, but he's like in his car and he's looking outside the car and he's like, "Look, look, Optimus Prime." <laughs> oh, I'm not. <laughs> I, I still haven't seen it, but I understand what the guy was trying to do now. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a, it was a kind of old. Uh, it's been a couple months since that was in its height. <laughs> but yeah, that's just that's Mecha Rudolph's noise too now. <laughs> so you can hear him coming. Yeah. If you hear that, it's too late. <laughs> and somehow, as it always happens, Santa's turned into an eldritch horror again. <laughs> God damn it, not again. This is like well, this one's seventh not time. really Eldritch. This one is more man-made horrors beyond True. my comprehension. No, yeah. we could make it worse. Constructed horrors, not yeah. already existed. <laughs> Santa is a... That's when uh, Santa's the warlock, but I don't know if that would really fit for Santa. Imagine if, Santa Claus being your warlock patron. That's what I was thinking. The what would, what would you even call that? So like they're all like the archfey, the fiend. I'm pretty sure fiend. Critical Role did in fact do that once. The Chris Kringle. Yeah, because yes, the, the because Christmas one of their episode. guests, one of their guests was a warlock, and Santa was their patron. And then Chutney killed Santa. <laughs> Travis yeah. killed Santa Claus. <laughs> Hmm. either that or they were a cleric and santa was their the source of their divine magic it's still hmm. questionable it's, just, it's same same rough premise same rough what, idea what if that's all patriot like just the holiday mascot and you can have <laughs> any festivity your eldritch blast is just like streamers now party all popper. Right. fuck it i'm <laughs> changing my character for vivia three levi i want my uh warlock patron to be the tooth fairy <laughs> Eldritch Blast giant tooth. <laughs> Force damage. Large Three to the giant face. teeth. Yeah. Runs out. I'm gonna be a, a warlock of the tooth fairy. That's yep. We have an army. What do uh what do you have? We have red all the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone would just surrender out of fear. That That's you're the launching point. giant teeth at them at that point. Until oh, you not can giant. find someone who can out crazy that <laughs> they're like bullets. Until <laughs> you can find someone who can out crazy uh that there will probably be no one who's like, okay, I want to fight these people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I mean, they can I shoot teeth at you. We are not <laughs> fighting them. I don't, uh, I don't think that we would have to shoot the teeth. Just like somehow the imagery of somebody mm-hmm. just throwing a handful of teeth, like loose <laughs> teeth in your face, like ball bearings, it's dude. Like pocket teeth. Sha sha sha. Where did you get the teeth from? <laughs> Actually, in that case, wait. Okay, no, I'm keeping my Vivian three character. I'm Ren's just no! gonna. Have no, <laughs> don't say that. Not with this context. <laughs> Because that means you're getting the teeth from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Caiaphas You're a mobster. What do you think we do? Just pop out um, Caiaphas's teeth and then cast Mending on him. <laughs> actually, actually. You're just going to be slowly pulling the jaw metal of Caiaphas up and down to replace yeah. teeth. This, this is going to, this might be an editing Jordan You're going to get stretch marks on your jaws. Caiaphas slowly turning British. <laughs> What? Because British people have horrible teeth. He who dental care joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, Ren's just going to throw pocket teeth for campaign three. Get uh, ready for that. 
Great. What? Well, you didn't specify you had them before now, so you're going to have to get them. I am aware. Okay, <laughs> just making sure. I have if, a plan. If we proceed with Santa is as an artificer, mm-hmm. how do you get them elves? I don't want to say that he... They seem happy, or else I feel like we would have caught an escaped one by I now. I think it's a, like, uh, Wookiee life debt situation. In Star Wars, they have the Wookiee life debt, which is, like, if you save mm-hmm. a Wookiee's life, they will repay you by serving you for the rest of your life. Like, I think it's like that. Me, so or, we delick you, boss? But he <laughs> creates the circumstances under which they're about to die and then oh. saves them in order to get free labor manipulative Santa. by manipulating them into thinking that he saved them from something unrelated to him i was gonna Mm -hmm. say just a bunch of homunculi that's true (laughs) because he's an artificer yeah (laughs) (laughs) whoops (laughs) he calls them elves and maybe they look like elves but yeah that would explain the stark difference have you guys seen the homunculi picture like for D D? Mm-mm. Not for okay. D I'm gonna send the picture to the chat because I'm just imagining like some like like a party find, uh, find Santa and Santa's like, oh okay, come to my workshop. My elves will will help you. And he says elves, <gasps> so you assume expecting that elves it's gonna be That's elves. And then you get this if I can find it. How do you spell homunculi? That's how you spell homunculi. Well, I mean, the singular is homunculus. You probably have more luck with that. Yes. And you see a bunch of these working in his workshop. Where'd you say you're sending it? I'm sending it to our messenger. Okay. While you're doing that, I also want to bring up what we're talking about homunculi. I recently learned about in the brain. Oh, gosh. Look at that homunculus. I love it. I, I really want to put a Jingle Bell hat on it. These are my elves. <laughs> I think it's better if you think of those in the red and green tights and the pointy shoes. True. I, I approve. I approve. Also, this the fact that Homunculus knows everything <laughs> its creator knows, it has a shared mind with its creator. That's why, That's why they so make toys. With the tools. Oh my yeah. gosh. This is it's so perfect. Weird. But I do love the idea that Santa just has never met a real elf, so he calls these his little elves. <laughs> oh, and they are tiny. They are tiny size. <laughs> it's all coming together. So they're actually like the size of I don't even know because they're small. They're small. They're like the size of a cat. <laughs> That's adorable. Um, I won't bring it up here, but I will say after after we're done recording tonight, we're gonna look up the sensory homunculus. If anybody at home wants to hear about something really stupid and silly looking, look up the sensory homunculus. I'll okay. leave you to it. But for now, we're talking about holidays and Easter. We've been talking about Indeed. Santa all of Easter so far. So. <laughs> Let's yeah, talk let's about. talk about the holiday mascot for Easter. Yeah. The Easter Bilby. The Easter Bilby. The Easter kangaroo. <laughs> Not, Not until that one goes extinct. Uh, <laughs> the, oh, okay, we're doing extinct ones. Uh, the That's, Easter Dodo. There we go. Easter Emu. See, I would expect Easter Those Emu to come out of <laughs> Australia. Okay, but they lost a the war Easter to them. Kiwi. That's, yeah. No, that's how you pay your penance to the emu overlords as you name the holiday mascot after them yeah but here's the thing before this year the easter bunny as a DD build was not fully possible but now, now we have the herringon or however you pronounce that race <laughs> yeah, yeah it's herringon i'm pretty herringon. sure right. yeah so now we can make a bunny person but the thing is what is the Easter Bunny as a class? The race has been decided pretty easily now. Well, let's see. The Easter Bunny. He leaves little eggs for people to find. I'm sneaks stuck around with the, I'm and stuck hides with the... eggs everywhere for people True. to find that are filled with little treats and goodies. Yeah. It doesn't have to necessarily be candy. It can also be like small toys, sometimes yeah. even money. Yeah. So he's generous, he but he sneaks around. Eggs. He sneaks around. Yeah. So I'm thinking he's some kind of rogue multi-class. I was Just thinking sneaky part. I was thinking he was a ranger, and your mm. lawn is his preferred uh, landscape or whatever it's called. His favorite <laughs> terrain. But his yards, his suburban lawns are his he, favorite place. He he lays the trap, the traps, quote unquote, like a ranger would, like he's trapping his prey. But instead Don't of hunting, say that about but no wait. No. Instead of actually trapping the children, uh, he just gives them goodies that aren't even bad goodies. That's 
more nefarious if you put it in that context. It's the same thing as don't take candy from strangers in vans. <laughs> don't. I don't know what he drives. Bunny. But <laughs> he doesn't drive anything. He's a ranger, which means he has some kind of animal companion. That's, That's that has weird implications. It's just a horde <laughs> of rabbits that he rides on like a wave. I feel like that's cannibalism. He's not eating know, them. That's You're a, the that's one who just implied he's eating them. <laughs> I never said he was eating them. That's that's a whole other can of worms <laughs> that people talk about online right now is D&D cannibalism. What happens if a tabaxi like eats a feline descended creature or a lizard folk eats a lizard uh, creature? Well, I I'm going to say Reddit. the same thing that happens if a human eats like a chimpanzee. What happens? I don't know. Uh, what, so, yeah, actually, in like Asia and Africa, like a lot of people eat monkey. Um, I should know that because it's a line and clue. Like it's not <laughs> that bad for you, but it's like a lot easier to transmit diseases between monkeys and humans because we're so. so closely related. So it's yeah. dangerous if you are concerned about getting a disease. <laughs> Same thing for actual cannibalism. <laughs> yes. That's a, that's a whole can of worms for the cannibalism episode. Come no, it's soon. cannibalism. It's not a can of worms. Uh, it's canned meat. It's a, it's a cannibalism. Silent green! Cannibalism. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, spam. So, <laughs> oh. um, so, what do we think? Easter Bunny. Ranger? Mm-hmm. Rogue Ranger. I, I would yeah, go Rogue I, I Ranger. Agree. I agree with Rogue Ranger. I like yeah. it. Rogue Ranger? <laughs> The Rogue Ranger or the Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> Ranger. What what would that be? What's that spell? What's that spell where you just like leave a little little loop for someone to fall into? A tra- the, the the Himiko spell? Uh, oh, I don't trick? know. Question Ro- mark? No, I think it's, it's not really uh, trick. It's like something snare, I think. I think it might just oh, be snare. I think it's snare. Where you just trap somebody and get them stuck, which is mm-hmm. weird that it's a spell when you think about it, because it is also just tying a rope. Yeah, <laughs> I think unless I'm well, mistaken. It, it, as is, you cast a rope, and if I, when you finish, it disappears and oh, becomes so it's a magical. Trap. Uh, it's nearly invisible, requiring an investigation check. It triggers small on small, medium, or large creatures. Why do we not use that more? <laughs> well, you haven't had like a. Well, he could have gotten it as a wizard. Um, but it's a it's a druid ranger wizard artificer spell, so he could uh, also get it again in Vivia three if he wants. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but the creature is restrained there until the spell ends. Um, the duration? Eight hours. I thought so. Okay, yeah. That's oh yeah, right. it can left. also make a dex saving throw, but if I think it fails, how it's stuck Jameson there forever. Stuck there after night, yeah. like the entire night. Yeah. If it doesn't find the trap with the investigation check and then triggers it and then fails the dex throw, throw, dex saving throw, it's stuck there for eight hours. It can make a dex saving throw at the end of each of its turn, ending the effect of itself on a success. Mm. Alternatively, the creature or someone else who can reach it can use an action to make an arcana check against the spell DC on a success. The restrained effect ends. And after the trap is triggered, the spell ends when no creature is restrained by it. I'm thinking I'm thinking that this is like an alternate snare that's just called like egg the spell. Like fish? Egg. It's a sequel to fish? Yeah, it's a cantrip. It's just like snare, egg. but there's no harmful effects. Egg. That's all it is. <laughs> oh, I was out of frame. Right? So then wait, egg. how is it like <laughs> snare if it's nothing like snare? It's, well, it's it snare, but no snare. Gets, it's snare, but not a trap. It's not bad. It trigger. It's like almost invisible egg. And then it triggers when you get close to it and reveals itself. Okay, that and makes then you're sense. you're like, oh, whoa, I found an Easter egg. And that's that's the somatic components for the spell is the Easter bunny pain. No, not egg. Egg. <laughs> Just imagine him going around in his entire yard. Egg. Every I guess that'd be the material going, component. Egg. 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 <laughs> That's why people preferred the Easter Bilby, who instead was just like a normal guy. <laughs> just a guy named Bilby. Yeah, he had a lot of eggs in his basket. And he was like, I'm not going to set these out like a weirdo and say egg. They're just chocolate. Come take one. Why did I think, oh, yeah, the Bilby would be an Eric Cocker when a Bilby is not a bird? <laughs> I think I was thinking of a Kiwi. Oh, okay. I, I think I was thinking of kiwi. <laughs> well, got the lines a little crossed. There. Bilby, yeah. kiwi, they sound similar enough. Yeah, I'm I think. pretty sure that a bilby would be a skaven. 
which D&D legally cannot have yet. Or yeah. hear me out, Easter platypus. Because it's an egg-laying mammal. <laughs> it is, but it makes me feel uncomfortable if I touched its egg. <laughs> Too close to mine own, you know what I mean? What? Mammal. Yeah. We mammal, it mammal. I feel like there are a lot of steps between us and platypi. <laughs> Less than between us and, like, lizards. Especially the one that's right beside you right now. There's almost no steps between you and it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, supposed to be so threatening, but I would be thrilled if I saw a platypus right now. Too. Hey, platypus yeah. are actually yeah. pretty dangerous, though. They got, they're poisonous. They, they are. are poisonous, the, yeah. No, they're venomous. No, they're venomous. They're venomous. Yeah, yes, <laughs> correct. Yeah. Shout out to that one singular image that taught everybody the difference. <laughs> so next up on the chopping block, we decided Santa is an artificer. Yep. Easter Bunny is a rogue ranger, one of the like between or both, or just ranger, mm-hmm. depending on your definition of your lawn as a favorite terrain. <laughs> what about Uncle Sam? I know uh, you didn't think that'd be the next one. We go. That's the not. next one. That's Uncle the next Sam one. Is a. I'm gonna go fighter or yeah. He's bard. a fighter. He's or a fighter bard. that has the um, tavern brawler. <laughs> because I imagine Uncle Sam fighting with his fists. I'm going bard. I think he's a paladin. Okay. Wait. <laughs> oh, no, I could see that. I think he's uh, an I oath of the that. crown paladin. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see that. What are you thinking, why, Jordan? Yeah, why bard? I want to know why Because I was bard. thinking of, like, the posters, the, like, we want you, like, the, the charisma that it would take to convince people to enlist, mm-hmm. that to me says bard. And also, That's like, the, the USO shows that are, like, famous around that time, yeah. That's what made me think of that. I was mostly thinking of Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> I was also thinking the charisma, which is why I went with Paladin, because mm-hmm. they're the charisma caster. He doesn't wear a lot of armor, though. What if he's, like, what if he's a sorcerer? What if he's, what's that one? The Fae Sorcerer. I forget what it is. Is it Fae Wanderer Sorcerer? Maybe. No, that's a, that's the Ranger subclass. Uncle Sam. Yeah, is uh, you're you're saying right now, Uncle yeah. Sam is a. Let me find it. I just made, I just thought of the most horrible uh, joke. He, uh, he would be a fake because you give him your you give him your name and then you have to well, do whatever the, he says. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there is no face sorcerer subclass. There isn't. I'm just stupid. No, <laughs> it's aberration, construct, celestial, draconic, shadow, storm, and wild. Maybe it's something that we've seen on B&B Beyond. Maybe. He's a warlock, then. Get that charisma. He serves the Archfey, which is obviously Congress. And he's I really wearing... think if that's the case, that he would be serving the Fiend. Oh. <laughs> but look at his costume. That's the only thing that keeps me from calling him a paladin for sure. Or See, that's, the undying. That's the other thing that makes me think he's a bard. Because Uncle Sam is the, is like the mascot mascot. He doesn't do the fighting. He's the morale dude. If Uncle Sam was a bard, then why is he giving soldiers free college if he went to one? That's, it's a pyramid scheme. <gasps> no. Yeah, exactly. And it's the College of Creation because of the big, like, boom in ind- industry after the mm-hmm. war. Oh, my gosh. Uncle Sam is a bard. I think Jordan's right, Levi. Interesting. What? I mean, just, just this logic. <laughs> um, think about it. Well, I know because I didn't think when we were when we were saying first of all, I didn't expect Uncle Sam. <laughs> Second of all, I was thinking more along the lines of like the caricatures that I've seen in my field, but I, I wasn't thinking like the overall conceptualizing Uncle Sam as Uncle Sam as in like the 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 analogy for the United States, which is what we kind of went to. <laughs> I was thinking more of like Uncle Sam being a person like who's in the caricatures mm. and how he acts in those caricatures. Cause there are older ones that are from like the 19th century and stuff where he's uh, he pretty much is just like a dude. Well, yeah. See, I think we might be approaching it from two different angles. Cause I'm approaching it from the media and propaganda angle. Yeah. And you're from the more historical context. Exactly. So that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's just a, dude, a dude. guy. I mean, that's why I thought tavern brawler, because he's just <laughs> a guy that uh, punches people. Yeah, but then in that case, every person ever is pretty much just a dude. It's much more fun to pretend one of them is a somehow fantasy magical dude. <laughs> and he no. don't wear no armor. Impossible. What? No one's allowed to be unique. Ever. Oh, man. You can't um, have fun. 
But I, I actually thought immediately when I, when I was thinking about this, putting this list up, I was like, oh, he's definitely Oath of the Crown Paladin for sure. But I think you two are going to say that right off the bat. So I'm going to say Bard instead. But then Jordan said Bard and you said Fighter. So <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I definitely think he's actually an Oath of the Crown Paladin because he is charismatic and he serves, uh, you know, I can agree with those. The U.S. Paladin, yeah. I'm I'm still sticking to Bard. Those USO shows, it's, it's got Bard written all over it. Maybe both. Bardadin? Multi-class. <laughs> I hate Bardadins. <laughs> oh my you can god! Just say sorry. TJ. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I hope TJ doesn't watch this episode. He's gonna get his feelings. <laughs> I hate them because of Finral. <laughs> That's actually the reason. <laughs> because they are annoying. <laughs> Spell slot stuff do get kind of broken. Uh, what about Uncle Sam? He's he is also an, uh, an American only hero. So we'll move on to more international mascots, like we were with the Bilby. So I want to do Halloween because Halloween is probably the next biggest holiday that like everybody knows about. Mm-hmm. But there's not really a unified mascot for Halloween so much. Headless Horseman. I was thinking the Great Pumpkin. <laughs> I love the Great Pumpkin. Yeah, let's go with Great Pumpkin. Okay. I was I was thinking Headless Horseman. That's we can do a few because there's so yeah, many. Yeah, there's, there's multiple for Halloween. Well, because, I mean, you just kind of have and generic also, symbols. do we have to do, yeah. like, named ones, or can we do concepts as well? That's we I was thinking, do... like, witch, ghost, cat. Like, we that's... should do everything. But let's uh, make sure we get one that's classable. Whenever Halloween Spooky Month comes along, we'll do, like, a... Maybe we'll do a whole month making stat blocks out of Halloween creatures. Or, or I ideas. think that we should do slasher movie stat blocks. That's true. That Ooh. works too. It can be all stat blocks month where we just yep. make stat blocks of horror stuff. And gives us excuses um, to watch slasher movies. So Yeah, exactly. Oh God, now I just talked myself into having to watch slasher movies. <laughs> Fuck. When the trap backfires. When the <laughs> egg spell <laughs> miscasts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, well, okay, so we're starting with the Great Pumpkin, and then we'll do mm-hmm. Headless Horseman. We could do them both and just put one on top of the head, but... That, that would <laughs> no. make sense. They're, they're, they're separate entities, but they work together. So the Great Pumpkin is just a big pumpkin. Yes. I think, honestly, it's not a class. I you think don't? it's a warlock patron. Whoa. I would agree with that. That means that uh, Linus Van Pelt is <laughs> a warlock of the Great Linus Pumpkin. Linus is a warlock from the Peanuts. that's a warlock subclass is the great pumpkin is it a patron or is it just a deity and linus is a cleric linus is a cleric oh that would make sense that would just think about how he talked about him like it's the great pumpkin charlie brown and he was trying to convert sally he was it's a great old one oh my gosh a goo warlock that's why it's (laughs) called the great pumpkin there you go it's but so yeah, funny. like I mean, warlock gods can also just be god gods as well. Mm-hmm. There's, I think many people are like, no, they can't cross over. Warlock <laughs> gods are supposed to be weak and stinky, and people don't yeah. worship them. But that doesn't really have to be the case. It's just more like a direct relationship with warlocks, whereas That's it's true. more of a, it's more of a, uh, with warlocks, it's more like a, a boss baby. and an employee, <laughs> or that, or that. <laughs> Whereas with clerics, it's literally religion. <laughs> Actually, I would argue that the clerics, see, that's the thing. Sugar baby is the stereotype for warlocks. I would argue that clerics are actually the sugar babies because clerics get better benefits for doing less shit. Yeah. Oh, it's just, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was wondering. The Great Pumpkin. Like, oh, what? <laughs> I was thinking about the Great Pumpkin and. I know there's a lot of overlap between the patrons for the Great Old One and also the Fathomless. Although the Fathomless is more like uh, ancient krakens and mm-hmm. water elemental stuff. But imagine if you had the Great Pumpkin as your Fathomless patron, because one of its class abilities is you can summon a tentacle up from the ground and that and use it across the battlefield. It's pumpkin vines. It's it's roots and vines. Well, that that fits with pumpkin because that's the thing. Pumpkins are notoriously insanely difficult plants to kill. Yeah. Like they don't, you will, you will draw, like that's why if people like smash pumpkins in your yard. It's a really yeah. bad thing. Um, same thing with like thyme and mint is that mm-hmm. like they grow like fucking weeds and you can't get rid of them. That's smart. I like that. Imagine like someone's like, oh, this guy is just going to summon a tentacle. Well, I have resistance to cold damage. 
MF brings out a vine of a pumpkin and then it starts doing like, I don't know, piercing damage or plant damage. Uh, That's green not a thing. damage. Yeah. yeah, you would do piercing damage because I think I might be mistaken. I think pumpkins some thorny? pumpkins have like bar it's not spikes, it's like they have little hairs that get little stuck spines. in the Oh, I hate yeah. it when plants are like that. Yeah. You those are the ones that it you're doesn't. like, oh, there's mm-hmm. no, there's no poison not damage. gonna hurt me. And then you grab it and you're like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the great, it, yeah. Then it, uh, what's it called? What's the stuff you put in your wall? Asbestos. It asbestos is you. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the great pumpkin. I want to be a fathomless patron. It doesn't have to only be that. But I, I, if I ever were to uh, be a warlock for the great pumpkin, it would have to be as a fathomless. Honestly, there's an argument. It could be an undeath or undead <laughs> patron. Yeah, Just for the Halloween pumpkin. flavor. Yeah. What I was going to say doesn't really have much to do with what we were talking about anymore. It goes back to the warlock cleric difference debate. I was going to mm-hmm. say, if we want to use a very popular, well-known in D&D circles example, Jester from Critical Role Campaign 2 was pretty much just a warlock. Because oh, yeah. that that was originally what Laura wanted to do was uh, yeah, play a warlock, and then Travis said, "I also want to play a warlock." <laughs> so she changed her class to a cleric, but the entire concept stayed exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So she was just a yeah. the only cleric of this god. <laughs> yeah. Presently, it seems like the big big difference between a warlock and a cleric in RP in general, but not in all instances, is the willingness to proliferate. As a cleric. Clerics are always like, yes, I have a god. This is my god. Would you like to learn more? Warlocks are always like, huh? No, I'm just like a spellcaster, yeah, dude. Warlocks, I don't... <laughs> it's like, warlocks, it's like a taboo relationship. Yeah. Clerics are like, yeah, no, I have a sugar daddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's all a self-esteem issue is what I'm getting at. Uh, yeah. Why clerics have a higher wisdom. There you go. And then that's why uh, warlocks are edgy. Yeah. We figured it out. Exactly. We, we've boiled it down to its base level. Yes, which is why whenever I play the great pumpkin <laughs> warlock patron subclass, I'm going to not tell people about it. But then when we make out with the cleric great pumpkin domain. Linus, <laughs> the pumpkin domain. The I'm, going pumpkin to con- domain. I'm going to turn everybody into a pumpkiner. The great pumpkin. Pumpkiner is not a very good name for that, is it? I don't think so. Okay, how about Pumper? No. <laughs> I don't know. What do you call one then? Pumpkinite? Um, <laughs> I like Pumpkinite. Pumpkinite. Pumpkinite? Pumpkinite? Like, no, I like Pumpkinite. Pumpkinite. Uh, the Pumpkinites. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually kind of a cool concept if I... Because it could be like you could, it would be a group of knights that all dress up like the headless the horse. I didn't even think but they have like they oh have like gosh. pumpkin helmets. I love it's that. like it's like the onion knights from yeah. the Dark Souls, but they're they have they just have a pumpkin. That could actually be really cool. I didn't even think about uh, is, the wordplay there. That was an accident. Pumpkin. Is this how we get Levi to put the great pumpkin into Vivia three? Can we Not have the, the great, great pumpkin? pumpkin in, but maybe oh, the pumpkin knights. What about a paladin subclass? Ice. What would paladin, what would their oath be to the great pumpkin? Oath of conquest? I think oath <laughs> of conquest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why do you think oath of conquest? Because of how explains. pumpkins grow. They take over everything. <laughs> Why not um, then like oath of ancients because the pumpkin is everlasting and forever and has always been because it's not because it's seasonal <laughs> See, now i need to make you guys watch over the garden wall because there's an entire oh, yeah. episode where like they go to this town and people wear the pumpkins on their heads it's really fucking creepy and i love over the garden wall but <laughs> like they all wear they all wear pumpkins and there's this gigantic pumpkin dude that is in charge of the entire town and he's a maypole with a pumpkin head on him oh, i love right. i love it so much yeah Hmm. Yeah, I can't. I can't uh, pin down exactly what paladin oath they could be. If not for that, I don't want them to be another oath of the crown. Yeah, but, I know they'd probably be conquest. What was that remember. one that you were before you were oath of the crown? Watchers. Watchers. Oh my gosh! Imagine they wouldn't. They wouldn't be watchers. Imagine if they were. Watcher pumpkins. The last line of defense between mortal kind and the far the threats far beyond the pumpkinites. The pumpkinites. <laughs> Long have we waited in the shadows to reveal <laughs> ourselves. The mortal realm is in peril. We must ride. <laughs> Which takes us to our next one. Let's go with the Headless Horseman. Woo! From ye old Sleepy Hollow. 
with Ichabod Crane. Somehow we're back to being British again. I <laughs> uh, do the rest of the show in he British is accents. Either, he is either a this is like the obvious one for me. He's either a cavalier fighter, yeah, or some kind of barbarian that just rides a horse. Because mm. because of that, I always picture him as having an axe. But my first pick is cavalier fighter easily. Yeah, I, I, I like think cavalier. That. Yeah. That's the one that makes the most sense because he's on his horseback and he seems to do really well with it. He's He does get that like executioner thing where he straight up just one shot cuts your head off. So what if he's got like three levels fighter, cavalier, 17 rogue. <laughs> Assassin rogue. With a vorpal sword. Yeah, because I'm not sure if it's the third level fighter cavalier feature, but eventually you just get advantage by having your mount. So therefore mm-hmm. sneak attack. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I, ne- that I never cool. knew that. I can't remember if it's your Shiny. third level feature, but I know it's in there. You get advantage when your mount's with you. And then he's got to be—he's got to be one of those undead races, like one of the undead players. Oh races. yeah, one of the Van Richten's new ones. Mm-hmm. The uh, oh, what was the zombie one? I can't mm-hmm. remember. There's the Dampier, which is a vampire, and then there's the Hag one, Hex Blood, and the last one is like Re something, and it's the ghosty or zombie E one. I'm gonna check real quick because I. I know this. This is going to kill me. <laughs> I literally talked with TJ about it the other day. Why is D&D Beyond not working? What the hell? You get advantage on attacks. You get advantage on saving throws um, when you are on your mount. Also, Reborn. It was Reborn, <laughs> naturally. Maybe it's just because you do still have a friendly creature, so it wouldn't be too hard to yeah, save. Yeah, you <laughs> technically have a friendly creature. Yeah, I like that idea. Just executing people, riding up on them. Shroom, and the fighter levels just so we can have heavy armor because he don't need to sneak. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> when will uh, Wizard stop being a coward and release the Dullahan race? I honestly, I've wanted to play as a Dullahan like since forever. It would be really cool. I've always wanted to play as like a fighter Dullahan. I always thought that would be really cool. Well, guys, just homebrew it. And then the next month it'll be in the next source book. True. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, right. we can put it together like tonight after the podcast <laughs> done. And once Mordenkainen comes out, next source book, they'll be like, guys, guess what? <laughs> Yo, thing is, we're we, doing a sleepy hollow. Uh, <laughs> spooky season is on the horizon. We there has not been a new UA since like the what was it like the astral elves and the the plasmoids and the the gifs. Don't you remember those? You mean uh, gif? Yeah, it's pronounced gif. Uh, no, it's both. <laughs> Canonically, they wouldn't give an answer. Oh, are you talking about the Gith Yankee and the Gith Zerai? No, I'm talking about the hippo people. Oh! The the GIFs or GIFs. What? They're in you. No, I know I know what you're I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember this being their names. Completely over my head. Hippo people. They're from magic, aren't they? I think so, yes. No, probably. A couple hippo months people. ago. Magic I think it was gathering. six months ago. Wizards announced a UA where they had a lot of new races uh like the astral elf and the oh yeah it's literally just spelled g-i-f-f and then in the lore when you read the the race description it said two tribes fight over the proper way to pronounce their name either gif or gif oh my god (laughs) um but that was last ua that was like six months ago we haven't had a new ua since then and usually we get a new ua like every three months at Mm. worst it's been six months we're due so if we make this dulahan tonight 10 to 1 odds tomorrow. Speaking new it UA into drops, existence. Dullahan drops. There you go. It would be the UA for a source book that would probably come out in October. God dang, we can't win with Wizards. <laughs> They've got us like bugged. They know. <laughs> They're probably <laughs> writing it down right now. Man. We are the idea hive. They just listen in. <laughs> oh. Oh, guys, they're they're starting to not like 5e as much anymore, and they want it to revise to, like, make a better version that's closer to 3.5e. What should we do? Guys, we're (laughs) releasing (laughs) 5.5e. Or or we just, we treat it like the freckled hobo situation that happened last summer, but, like, actually, (laughs) Wizards hire us. Wizards hire us, please. Oh, that'd be sweet. (laughs) Yeah. I would cry. If you do that, then we won't have to sue. I don't even know anybody named Sue, but I can be your Sue if you want. I don't know. (laughs) We can Wizards, please hire us. <laughs> yeah, my name's Sue. Uh, <laughs> I'll change it just for you, Wizards. <laughs> so there's plenty more Halloween things we could talk about. Like, what's that one? I believe it's in somewhere. It's it's one of the Britain slash Scotland slash Ireland. One of those. There's like they the got weird, a lot of those. There's the 
weird deer skeleton head creature that goes around going spooky ooky. I can't it. remember. I, oh, are you talking to, I think that's a Christmas one. Is it a Christmas one? There is this thing in Wales they have Wales? where like around Christmas time, a, like a horse, a skeletal horse will come to your house and ask you if it can sing for you. Yes. Yeah, and it is Christmas. It, and if, if you say no, it like robs your house. Okay, but why would, no. why would you say because no? Why would you say no? I a want a skeleton horse. It's pretty it's, spooky. It's a skeleton horse. It's, why would you say it's, no? It's spelled the but Mary if you say yes, Yeah, if you say yes, it gives you like a bunch of gifts and stuff and like good fortune. I wouldn't I even need the ulterior, like the, the other things. I want to hear what skeleton horse say. <laughs> I believe Samonella did a video that had it in it. Uh-huh. It's pretty cool as well. It makes me think of that one SCP that you see in your dreams with all the long oh, yeah. yeah, that's Christmas again. But there's plenty of other Halloween things we could talk about, like uh, Jack the Bone Man. But he's, you know, he's more of a Christmas, but is he a Halloween thing? He's both. Oh, I think it's not that you, ha- you have to like, wait, 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 wait. Let me, I, I'm watching the video for context right now. And it's like, you have to, sing a song against the horse so it's like a devil went down to georgia type deal yes i would still karaoke duel a horse i the, yep the Marley <laughs> went down to south wales kind of deal <laughs> it did say on the wikipedia article that was described as a wassailing folk thing i mean we can talk about the tooth fairy i want to talk about the tooth fairy even though it's not really a holiday, but still. I think it counts. as yeah. I, If Rise of the Guardians counts the Tooth Fairy as a holiday mascot, we count the Tooth Fairy as a holiday yeah. mascot. Also, we forgot to mention, but just to raise the stakes for our viewers, because we know that they love raising those stakes. We have stakes? Whenever, yeah. All of these builds are going to be our next character next time we play D&D. That is not true. Exactly. Okay. Same backstory, same class and race and everything. I'm so sorry. I I'm sorry. Can throw teeth at people. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking into the Mare Luid so I have the, all the context for it now. Right. Uh, it shows up to your house and sings a verse in rhyme about why you should let it in. And then you have to sing back a verse in rhyme about why you don't want to let it in because it's an abomination. And this goes on until someone can't think of a rhyme. And if you win and it can't think of a rhyme, it leaves. And if you can't think of a rhyme, you have to let it in and it drinks all of your beer and raids your pantry. See, I I would just intentionally lose because I want to talk to the horse skeleton, Levi. (laughs) That's that's how it works. Okay. College of Whispers board, maybe. (laughs) but kind of a dropout of the College of Whispers, so that's why they just raid your pantry. (laughs) No, Um, they're still attending the College of Whispers because only a poor college kid would drink all of your beer and eat all of your food. Yeah, (laughs) but I want to talk about the Tooth Fairy because, like, that's kind of a weirdo, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what's the deal with the teeth? What do you need them for? I I propose reverse Tooth Fairy. They take all your money and just leave a handful of teeth. (laughs) I like that idea. (laughs) <laughs> but but so so the tooth fairy comes in takes your your little kid teeth mm-hmm. gives you some money mm-hmm. and dips for what plausible reason spell casting components that's just an, a rare oddity <laughs> i don't know if any lore has ever described why because this was i don't want to break anybody's dreams here but you know this is just parents being like you know tooth mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> But well, why? okay. What's, why the, would they do it? They did invent Tooth Fairy lore during again Rise of the Guardians. Uh, that movie, mm. if anyone's seen that, it's because teeth hold the memories of children. So, like, it protects the childhood innocence because it holds the childhood memories. I don't know if that's better, dude. <laughs> it's like Tasha. That's like Igwill right there. I just want some childhood memories to keep around. You know? No, they keep them <laughs> for the children. Oh, it's- for the children. <laughs> Won't somebody think of the Bilby? <laughs> How do you know that they keep them for the children, Jordan? I mean, according to the movie, but the Tooth Fairy could have ulterior motives and sinister what motives. What if the movie is just Tooth Fairy propaganda? They might be. Whoa, back to Uncle Sam again. It, the, tooth, uh, the, the movie did say that the Easter Bunny was British, but we know that's not true because there's the Easter Bilby. So. Yeah. Not British, Australian. That's, <laughs> yeah. 
See, I gotta, I don't know. I'm definitely the oldest one here, but I watched a bit of Teen Titans Go when it was coming out because I loved Teen Titans when I was a kid. So I watched some of Teen Titans Go. I don't know if you guys did. You went and saw the movie in theaters. No, I didn't. You did. Very little, (laughs) but I've seen some. I used to watch it with Taryn because Taryn liked it. They have a representation of the Tooth Fairy in Teen Titans Go. It is not like the one from Rise of the Guardians at all. It's this weird gremlin creature that floats around, has this old woman witch kind of voice, like a hag voice, and gets all these children's teeth because they make for a great snack and just eats people's old teeth. Calcium! <laughs> that- so, I know, it's, it's gross and weird. <laughs> See, the issue that I have with that is, have you seen how children brush their teeth? Because it's disgusting. That's they your don't. issue. That's your yeah. issue. <laughs> yeah. Just the germs. All no, the germs. The eating teeth part. Calcium, <laughs> Levi. So just... what you're telling me right now, Jordan, is if I handed you a clean, pristine tooth and said, eat it, you would eat it and <laughs> have gone. no problem with it. I'm questioning your whether problem, to keep committing to the bit. Your problem <laughs> is that it's not clean. So if it was clean... <laughs> Dude, she's got a bag right there. She, she, she's eating them right <laughs> now. <laughs> I can't commit to the bit anymore. Although, considering how many children swallow their teeth when they lose teeth on accident, I feel like it's not oh. that far out of the wrong possibility. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those kids. I did that. Whoopsie. Only once, I think. Uh, <laughs> I never swallowed any of my baby teeth. I don't think I well, did. <laughs> It was because I was eating a box of white nerds when I had lost my tooth. Oh, so, no! I always got really paranoid whenever my tooth would start to get loose, so I always tried to make sure I knew exactly when it came out. But with all that in consideration, what the heck is the Tooth Fairy's class? Race would be fairy, probably, since that's a thing now as well. Mm-hmm. Do we want to go playable character, or do you want to do, like, D&D monster? Because I, <laughs> I can see the logic for a pretty terrifying fucking tooth monster. I think it could be both. <laughs> the taunter. Well, no, because it's like it's like the. I feel like it could be like a thing like the intellect devourer, where on the surface it's like okay, it's a brain, but yeah. like it's trying to climb in your mouth so that it's. Terrible. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I that hate sounds that. Sounds amazing. <laughs> I really hate that. Yeah, <laughs> that's <welcome>. horrible. <laughs> so we'll revisit that for Spooky Month then. <laughs> I'm just giving Pertusit more ideas to torture us with in uh, Olympus. <laughs> oh my god, that's awful. It rides on a chariot of tonsils. <laughs> I hate that. That's Thanks for like, the inspiration, Jordan. Without a, without a mouth, that's just like fleshy orbs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so enough about the Tooth Fairy. I think we're getting pretty close to our time, believe it or not. It doesn't feel like fucking that long. We I are? Think so. I think so. So are there any other major holiday players there's saint patrick from saint patrick's day or leprechauns but i think leprechauns are i think they might exist in the i think they do that sounds right leprechaun leprechaun he's going if not i feel like that's really just like a race or just like a a culture of gnomes or halflings sub race encounters i don't know do we have any mascots for mother's day like there's not like a stat block for lepre- leprechauns, but they do exist in world because there's like encounters on tables that are like leprechauns come and steal shit from you like the little rascals they are. Oh, it does say use words. Volo's guides quickling, quickling stat block quickling. for them. Okay, so they kind of already exist in D&D. And then thanks to Junji too, we do have a mascot for Mother's Day. <laughs> now, what about Tom Turkey for Thanksgiving? Tom Turkey? I don't. That's his name. I think his name's Turkey Tom. What? That okay? The only thing that I can think of since we're talking about the turkey is the scene from Adam's Family Values, where mm. Pugsley comes out because Pugsley plays the turkey in the Thanksgiving pageant that they put on during the middle of the summer because mm. it makes sense. Yeah. And so he comes out and he's the turkey and he's dressed in the turkey costume and the children eat a song called Eat Me where they talk about how they should kill them and eat them because they're turkeys. And the, and and then Pugsley comes up to the front of the stage and goes, I am a turkey. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like the idea of making a heart. Okay. Terraria has done quite a lot 
of these holiday events where they've monsterified classic holiday mascots. I can't remember if they've done Thanksgiving or not, but I know somewhere I've seen somebody made this strange eldritch turkey for Thanksgiving. I'll to be fair, turkeys are already eldritch beings. <clears throat> yeah, you see that little thing they got on their neck? <laughs> oh boy! A toy! <laughs> Um, I have also uh, denied the existence of turkeys in my homebrew world, so I forgot. Oh about yeah, <laughs> I right. forgot about that. I forgot about it until just now because no one's asked about it since uh, our mutual friend. Yeah, <laughs> uh, somebody wanted turkey legs in Olympus, the campaign that we're playing right now, and Pertuzit would not give him turkey legs. So there is some other bird leg substitute. Didn't we have, like, a giant bag of them at one point? Yeah, yeah, his character still does, yeah. <laughs> Wherever he is. <laughs> yeah, he's got a bag of colding of Kurter legs, pretty much. But it's, like, an actual, I don't know what you call them, one of those freezers. <laughs> I think you <laughs> yeah, made it look box. like a cooler. Yeah, 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 cooler. Because he kept saying cooler. He said he wanted a cooler. Yeah. But it's a, pretty much a bag of colding is what it is. <laughs> I don't know if there's any other one that's like got like a mascot. Valentine's Day? Uh, Cupid, bro! Did my boy dirty! <laughs> I, why? That's, that's I'm going to have to listen to that. And then I go back to edit this episode. That's, that, that's Twice. That, <laughs> that is Cupid. That's Cupid right there. Okay, okay. Cupid is a fighter. Elaborate. <laughs> Arcane archer. Oh. Oh, yeah. Give yeah. him a longbow and some magical shots. I don't know if there's a charm <laughs> shot for Arcane archer. I don't believe there is. <laughs> I'm still laughing at the burp. I... But, okay, but then you, you would have to have a couple levels in Artificer so that you could get those love arrows. That's true. Artificer. Or you could just have like, because we we don't technically know if Cupid makes those himself. Maybe it's get part of the warlock. weapon. He could outsource them. Someone else could true. give them to him. Santa. Yeah. So, <gasps> yes. The, <laughs> we, we've been thinking about we've been thinking about this the wrong way. What? All of these mascots are one adventuring party. Together. Oh my god. Yeah. It. Now it really is the rise of the Guardians episode. There we go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, Santa Santa supplies Cupid with the love arrows. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it all fits perfectly. But what race is Cupid? Fairy? Uh, Hobbit. Would he need to be, or since you've got Santa supplying him magic items, would he need to be able to fly? Isn't or would he have something to make? He's him? a halfling that has like something that lets him fly. Doesn't uh, the Artificer have one of those infusions? It's like the boots that make you fly a little bit. I think so. I think so. There you go. But it's a backpack yeah. instead. And Santa's the Artificer. And then the Easter Bunny is Ranger Rogue. Not Druid Ranger, Ranger Rogue. Who's the wasn't there another one with a bow? There was someone else with a bow. Wasn't there? Um yeah. Oh god, I can't remember who. (laughs) No, we didn't do God. (laughs) That's later. (laughs) Biblical characters is a D D build. No. No. Guys, I can't I'm not gonna make that joke. I'm (laughs) stopping myself before I get ahead. I don't know. We had Uncle Sam. Who's the bard? Yeah, some kind of charisma thing. (laughs) Oh, no, he's a a paladin bard. That's what we decided. Bardadin, that's right. (laughs) The bird. (laughs) No, Taryn's the bird. (laughs) D. (laughs) D, you bird. D from Elden Ring? Yeah. My favorite NPC. No, the D in the word Elden from Elden Ring. (laughs) Oh. bird so then oh. all the ones that are more monstrous are the ones that they're fighting against these these guardians mm-hmm. so they're gonna fight against uh oh we've got about the headless horseman with his cavalier yeah true yeah. true true we got the headless horseman we got oh, i almost did it again we've got was it one of the halloween ones was the one with the bow and arrow who was the other uh, no we did the great pumpkin and yeah the, he's the patron yeah the warlock patron he's the patron of the headless horseman but he don't got no warlock levels. Well, well no, not like warlock. He's like, because if we're talking about the Headless Horseman oh. being undead, he's the entity that brought the Headless Horseman oh. back to life. And that's why he wears a pumpkin on his head. He's the race patron, pretty much. 
Yeah. I don't think that's he's the, but <laughs> something brought him back to life to make him yeah. reborn. Yeah. The pumpkinite. The yeah, pumpkinite. the pumpkinite. So he is the, the headless horseman is the first of the pumpkinites. If that's the case, I think he's got to be Fighter Three, Rogue Seventeen, because then you got the Arcane Archer Cupid. That's all fighter. <laughs> Unless we just want a bunch of fighters, that could be good too. <laughs> and then I feel like missing someone. Oh. Labor Day. Every single commoner. <laughs> That's where you get the peasant cannon. The peasant cannon. <laughs> it doesn't look like we're going to win this fight. We'll have to unveil our ultimate weapon. <laughs> Labor Day. Labor Day. <laughs> it's like Independence Day. But the different. workers of the world. <laughs> Although, okay, I've seen, this is a little bit off topic. I've seen the funniest workaround for the peasant cannon. is like, yes, it does reach like Mach 3 going that fast. But it's also a rock, so it does a d6 damage. <laughs> <laughs> or the last peasant has to make the attack roll, so they have like a what a plus zero to hit or something like a that. A negative three because I, of I famine. thought it was gonna be like, yes, it's going at Mach three, which also means the peasants that are like by this Mach three object moving just get like wind eviscerated. <laughs> and eviscerated by it as it goes by. Yeah. That sounds like you can't a great do the peasant cannon once. Uh- <laughs> Never that's, again, because you get arrested immediately after for war crimes. That's a ninth level necromancer spell right there. <laughs> oh, New Year's! I just broke my whole PC almost. I almost knocked it all off the table because I kicked the table. Uh, New Year's, Father Time. Oh, true. Energy Wizard. Or if you go, what well, uh, that actually makes sense because there's the you've seen the um, the Rudolph New Year's stop motion cartoon yeah. with the baby time and yeah. the vulture. <laughs> oh yes i have seen that wow i i was thinking about the things you were saying and i was like baby time vulture and baby then i time. was like i have seen this yeah it's a vulture named eon who's gonna die if the baby reaches his rightful place psychomantis psychomantis <laughs> it That's really exactly does it. sound wacko if you say it like i'm saying it <laughs> well we can have father time the chronergy wizard and then you can have the what's it like the New Year baby, I guess. I don't know. New baby time. I don't know what you want to call it. <laughs> baby New Year. That's his name. Baby that's New the Year. party <laughs> name. New baby time. <laughs> baby time. Baby New Year and people make fun of him because his ears are weird. Ah, I remember that. Yeah. He wears a um, hat. <laughs> baby New Year is Clockwork Soul Sorcerer. I love it. I was just going to say, uh, just to surprise people, he's just a barbarian. And he's also a giant baby. He's not like a normal size baby. He's a really big baby. And that's not even his, like, that's his race, his really big baby. That's <laughs> Stat block making time? Stat block making time? He I don't want to make this for, one. He is a baby for his race. Wait until he gets older. Oh. <laughs> baby New Year, the no, race. I think, I think it would be better if it was just a clockwork soul sorcerer, and it's just a human baby. <laughs> that happened to be a giant <laughs> no not even he's not a big baby he's just he's like a below average size human baby oh you're talking so it'll be like some like 10 pound less than one year old baby yes that has access to immense power that does sound hilarious imagine <laughs> one of us playing that one of these days the it rp like potential a character it does goo goo gaga <laughs> it's like squiggles it's just like squiggles <laughs> <laughs> that is the kind of shit that Taryn would try to pull. <laughs> no, but like, guys, he can still drink because mentally he's 47. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Benjamin Button. He's not guys, actually a she's baby. 12, but like for baby. my race, she's really an adult. <laughs> but she's Even an though Levi child. has specified that they don't die at 30 in this world, they die at roughly 60, which means that she's probably not an adult. I'm going to keep saying that she is so that it's not weird. Yeah. Then you have the weird one with my world with the elves where they age, their ages in threes, but their maturity is also in threes. So it's like, it's like one of those memes. Player says they're dating an elf. Happy, uh, incredible, Mr. Incredible's face. DM reveals that a 30-year-old elf means that they're a 10-year-old maturity-wise and otherwise. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, so, no. Wait, so, you divide by, so 90. Wait. It's, it's, it's threes. Ten, it's threes. <laughs> I so can't th- count. Three goes into 30 10 times. Three goes into 90. 
So you would have to be I'm roughly dumb. 60 to be 20 years old. Yes. <laughs> oh, 30. 90 is 30. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I was, that was a major brain <laughs> fart moment for me. I couldn't do math for a second. <laughs> I can never do math. Um, wow. So let's recount our, our cool new Rise of the Guardians adventuring party one last time for signing off for this episode. So we got, let's, let's go in order of the calendar. We got Baby New Year, Clockwork Soul Sorcerer. I, I imagine Jordan, child. Jordan's editing the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate theme. That's what I was thinking. Right now. I, if we can get the rights to it. <laughs> I'm not sure if you can or not. No, Nintendo <laughs> Nintendo does us. hate that, yeah. Uh, get a kazoo cover. Uh, Taryn <laughs> I, do it. I can just do the kazoo cover, yeah. We can get Taryn to do it, it'll be fine. Baby New Year. I don't know, Goo Goo's onto the Gaga. Uh, <laughs> next, I think would be Cupid. What, what would his little tagline be? You'll can, love me. Can Aiming Groundhog? Love. Can Kazutani yeah. Phil be the animal companion of Baby New Year? Who? What? I think the whole the part. Groundhog. I think that what's his what's his first one? How do you pronounce his first name or whatever it is? Punxsutawney. Punxsutawney. I think Punxsutawney Phil should be the horse to their carriage. He's like an oversized there uh, groundhog. He's a gigantic groundhog. That works. Yeah. All right. <laughs> then you have, what, just what's next? It's a capybara. It's just, it's just a capybara. <laughs> then you have the Easter bunny. Mm-hmm. Egg. Egg. <laughs> next up, Uncle Sam. <laughs> Palabard. We want you. The Uncle Sam. That's how they get the people for their peasant cannon. He's Palabard, Uncle Sam, in God We Trust. Yeah. (laughs) Palabard. (laughs) Then next is Halloween. So Headless Horseman. Headless Horseman, the great pumpkins in the background behind him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Or the Pumpkin Knights. (laughs) The Knight of the Pumpkin Knights. Yeah. N-I-G-H-T, the Knight of the Pumpkin Knights. And then next, uh, next and last one is... Santa Claus the Artificer? Ho, ho, how you like my gun? <laughs> With and his then, army then, of oh, homunculus. Ho, homunculus. Yeah. <laughs> go! <laughs> it's like go, go, gadget. But instead, it's ho, ho, homunculus. <laughs> and then lastly is Father Time, the Wizard of Cronergy. And, and I would say Santa uses the homunculus, the elves, as improvised weapons. <laughs> He makes them use each other as improvised weapons. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's all the damage we can do. Hi, this is Jordan from Nat One Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode you just listened to, and we hope that you come back for more soon. If you'd like to keep up with the zany shenanigans of our lives and the different things that we do, you can find us on Twitter, TikTok, Spotify, YouTube, CastBox, and Anchor. We look forward to seeing you again soon. And hey, thanks.